1: Hi, I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. On this episode, we're going to talk some rock, some metal, and anything else we feel like. We're also going to jam some tunes, have a drink, and share some honest opinions. Thanks for listening to the Talking Metal Podcast. Let's get things started. Here's an old classic that sounds just as good today as it did when we were kids. old school there, the little Macaulay Shanker group with Gimme Your Love from 1987. My name is Mark Striegel. Saw those guys on tour. I'm going to talk to Robin Macaulay about that in just a bit. So stay tuned for that. My brand new interview with Robin Macaulay, known for his great work with Michael Shanker, including that one another song you're never going to hear on Sirius, right? Thank God there's podcasts out here playing music Uh, And if you don't want to hear music on the podcast, go listen to one of those stale podcasts where they they interview and and talk and do nothing else because, wow, those are boring. But anyways, um, yeah, Robin McCauley. What an honor to talk to this guy. He is my guest on today's episode of Talking Metal, a show that's been going on since 2005. Man, when I was in my 30s. (laughs) Remember that? Oh, boy. But, yeah, the, uh, again... Michael Shanker Group, also known as the Macaulay Shanker Group, later in the 80s. Uh, Man, I love them. They were so, so good. Michael Shanker delivering us so much good music through the years with the help sometimes of Robin Macaulay. So looking forward to talking to the great vocalist Robin Macaulay in just a bit. And wow, on my Instagram, you guys follow me on Instagram? Uh, It's at Talking Metal. I just, uh, this past Thursday, put up a little picture of this album that I'm about to play. It is uh, Skunk Works by Bruce Dickinson. And wow, what a great listen. Released 24 years ago this past Thursday. And here we go. A little Skunk Work by uh, Bruce Dickinson. Going back 24 years ago. We got Robin McCauley of Black Swan coming up, so stay tuned for that. A great new band, Black Swan. We're going to hear all about it. Jeff Pilsen is in that band. Uh, uh, Matt Starr. Uh, really, an uh, all-star lineup. Uh, Black Swan coming up shortly. But that song right there that we just heard was from the Skunk Works record, released in 1996. The song was Back From The Edge. Bruce Dickinson's band produced and engineered and mixed by Jack and Dino, and Dino, and yeah, so Bruce described Skunk Works as kind of a low point in terms of his career, which is weird because I loved it. I thought it was good. I mean, artistically, it was great. Uh, commercial, he says, let's see, uh, I guess it, it was more the, the lack of commercial success that it, that he had with it, but he says yet he remembers it fondly, and he still likes the record a lot to this day. When skunk, And again, he said this like over 15 years ago, so who knows if he, he still likes it, this quote I'm reading. Uh, when skunk, skunk Works producer Jack Andino remarked to me that making the record was a lot like stitching Frankenstein, a Frankenstein's monster together. He was referring to the vastly different musical Inspirations that were uh, involved with the four members of that band. So some very diverse people coming together to make some great-sounding music. A, a album that leaned a little, you know, more maybe on the alternative side, I would say, than than the metal side. But Bruce made it work with that great voice of his, and he made it work well. It's great. It's a great record. Skunk Works, despite its lack of commercial success, it's great stuff. And without further ado, let's get into some Black Swan music, followed by my interview with Macaulay, with Robin Macaulay. I almost said Macaulay Shanker with Robin Macaulay. So here we go. This is "Shake the World" again by Black Swan. metal And what an honor on the line, Robin McCauley calling in. Robin, how are you?
2: I am good. Happy Black Swan Tuesday, dude. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Now, I got to tell you, I saw the, uh, the video a while back right. for, for Shake the World and was just blown away by it. And I was like, I wonder if the rest of the record's going to hold up to this song because that song is great. And then, ah. you know, John Freeman sent me over the link a few days ago to the full record wow, man, you're great. knocking it out of the park with this. This is great stuff. You know, I, one of the press releases said like melodic rock, but no, this is hard and heavy melodic metal. In my opinion, this sounds really, really good right up my alley. I am loving it. Uh, let's, let's talk about it. Um, how'd this all come together?
2: Um, well, I, I think a lot of people are very surprised with those that have got the, uh, advanced, uh, copies of, of how hard and heavy it is. And, uh, Came together really with uh, Frontiers asking Jeff Pilson to put a band slash project together, and uh, uh, Frontiers had uh, approached me maybe eighteen months, two years ago, uh, with a view to doing something with me. And uh, I was crazy busy, you know. I do this Vegas show, Rating right the Rock Vault. We're going into our seventh year here. We work five nights a week, and
0: wow, congratulations! I was also busy
2: with, with yeah, thank you. Uh, and I was also busy with uh, Shanker Fest, so um, it was difficult. Ha, he said, knowing the schedules right now, with the rest of the guys, it was difficult to uh, find that space and time. So we kind of put it on hold. Jeff called me about a year ago. He said Frontiers wanted to do this thing, um, pick a bunch of people. So Jeff told me that he immediately went to Red Beach because he'd done the docking stuff with Rab, and. I've uh, known Jeff since uh, Macaulay Shanker days. Uh, he was also actually best man at my wedding 27 years ago. So oh, wow. <laughs> we 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 have quite the history together. Um, so he called me and he goes, "Hey, so what Frontiers want to do. I'd love you to do the singing and uh, get together and do some writing with Reb. What do you think?" And I said, "Wow, that would be pretty awesome." And I said, "And uh, you're playing bass." Right, and he goes, "No, I'm going to take a back seat and do more of the production." Um, but we know how that ended, uh, thanks to me and Reb. Um, right. And you know, they started uh, they started knocking some ideas out. Everything was brand new. Everything was fresh. There was no rehashing of stuff that they'd had from the past or on myself for that matter. It was a fresh approach. Didn't really talk too much about what we should do other than okay here we are we're going to write some tunes and see what happens and they had sent me some a piece of music i wrote some lyrics and a melody i came back we did everything at jeff's studio and jeff and i and and matt star we all live in la we live about 30 40 minutes from each other Rand, on the other hand comes all the way in from pittsburgh and so i came to the studio and i started singing down a melody and uh and lyrics, and that turned out to be uh, Big Disaster, the very first song that we wrote, and Reb's looking at me laughing, and he's going, well, for a new project, Big Disaster is probably not the best title to start with. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right? And uh, as it turns out, it, it becomes the second single, and, and uh, it turned out great. We just went went from there, really, and, and just kept uh, knocking this stuff out, and shaping it and uh Jeff did an amazing job on production and Red just plays with a with a, a nastiness on this whole record. Matt came in and and put some thunderous drums down and we came up with a name Red came up with the name of, of Black Swan. We got clearance on it and uh you know we got mixed and we have a great record. And Yeah, um,
1: it really is great, sincerely.
2: It, yeah. But it was hard to put it, you know, hard, not hard to physically put it together, but hard for us to be all in the same place at the same time. And invariably uh, that didn't happen all of the time. You know, Rev would get together with, with Jeff. I dropped by if I was around. And I, I only have a, a Thursday, Friday off. And, and I traveled from L.A. into Vegas to do, to do my residency here going into year number seven. Jeff is almost never at home. So we would sort of send our schedules backwards and forwards. And he goes, I'm off here. Are you off? And sometimes I'd I'd steal a day here and there. And um, They'd have some music ready. They'd send it to me. I'd get stuff done during the daytime here in Vegas, head back home and call Jeff. And he goes, I'm home. Let's do it. And I'd hit the studio and we'd do a little pre-production, chop it up. And, and laid the vocals down, do a harmony on it. And, you know, we'd have, we'd have a song or the semblance of a song and Jeff would do a rough mix, send it out to us and we made it work that way. Um, and it was great. I'm, I'm really, really happy. It's, it's, uh, it's powerful. Um, and we didn't want to put fillers on there. We just went, nah, This sounds like this, This sounds like that, bam, go for it, you know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Not easy, but but a great finished product. I I'm I'm happy to say.
1: Absolutely, and that product is shake the world. By Black Swan, it is out actually this uh, this Valentine's Day, February fourteenth. So it's by a the Valentine's
2: t- gift. Yes.
1: yes. <laughs> so we'll be posting this interview the the Tuesday after Valentine's Day. So it's out now, guys. So definitely do yourself a favor and pick up Black Swan, Shake the World. Great, great stuff. Thank you. And you know, a lot of the there's a lot of music that Frontiers puts out. That's the label that's behind this. And sometimes uh, we never get to see these bands live just because of what you mentioned, the schedules of everyone involved. Right. Is there any chance we would get to hear you guys, you, Matt, Reb and, and Jeff play this live?
2: Well, we were actually discussing that, uh, on a broad spectrum this very morning, actually, um, how we would actually do that. And we're trying to, uh, find everybody's schedule as we, as we sort of move forward into the year. I leave for Japan with Shanker, uh, early March, then on into the UK and the rest of Europe. Um, Jeff will be nailing it with Foreigner all the way through September. Um, Reb's got a crazy Snake winger schedule, and Matt then of course, I think Mr. Big's gonna do some more shows, and then he's got his Ace Freely stuff, so. Right, right. Um, we are trying desperately hard to find the space and time in another universe. <laughs> um, right when right. we can come when we can come together to do this um you know i suppose uh, mark um come friday when we release this thing and, and we see what the overall reaction is yeah um, you know some sometime that dictates that you have to go oh shit we better do something you know um before you lose momentum so um i don't want to jump the gun but so far the reaction's been blowing us out of the water it's like yeah. oh wow People actually like this, you know? All right. And uh, it's us by surprise a little bit because most people are going exactly what you were saying. Frontiers puts a band together. They call it a supergroup. I hate that whole thing. Right. Um, I certainly wouldn't put that category on it. I don't want to anyway. Um, but they do that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's more of the same kind of deal. And I didn't want to do that. I don't think the guys wanted to do that. So what you get is Black Swan doing what we kind of wanted to do. And the Frontiers went, we knew it would be good, but we didn't know it was going to be like this. Um, so it kind of caught us and everybody by surprise. We were really happy with it. So maybe, maybe um, if uh, that kind of positive comments continue, it, it might dictate that we, we have to uh, um, seriously think about getting it out there because, it is very difficult when you have a project like this together. We, we, we all run away in different directions. So I personally hope um, that we can do it, a handful of shows somewhere. I know the guys want to do the same thing. They were all chatting this morning from wherever they all are and going, yep, that's the plan. Let's right. do this. Let's okay. just find the time and do it. So there's my answer. Okay. Um, as we'll- soon as it's possible, Black Swan will, uh, will take flight.
1: No Very good. Very good. That's awesome. And you mentioned Michael Shanker. I uh, wanted to take you yeah. back in time. The first time I ever saw you live was 1987 opening, oh you and Michael, God. opening up for Rush at the, uh, in Worcester, Massachusetts. Uh, and oh I wa- wanted to, you know, there's been a lot in the news lately about Rush with, with Neil's passing. And I just wanted to ask you if you could share any memories of that, that tour, going on tour with Rush, with, uh, with MSG. Oh,
2: of course. You know, I, I think at the time, and I, I remember that uh, we thought it was somewhat of a mismatch, you know, Um, doing what we did against what they do. Um, I will always say this, that I always remember that uh, Neil used to come out and sit, because we did a lot of the the, the ice rinks at the time. And um, he would come out and sit and listen to our sound checks almost every single day. And the band were they were just great. They were just just a bunch of really cool dudes playing phenomenal music, and um, we had a great time with them. It really was the the uh, the kickoff for Macaulay Shanker because it was the first major tour that we actually did here in the states. And um, what a way to start, you know. Um, and I always remember that. Not, um, but some things like that you don't forget, you know. And uh, a lot of times when you're out touring with, with bigger band, big names, you know, there's, there's very little sort of, I don't want to say that they're not cordial, but you know, it's like, Hey, how you doing? And that's about as much, that's about as much of a chance you get to say hello. But these guys were always really, always really cool and um, interactive. And, right. and it's good because, you know, at the end of the day, it's all music. We're all there for the same end, end result, And, uh, yeah, that was that was that was our our uh, entry into the U.S. Opening up for Rush and it was pretty awesome.
1: Right on. And as far as the work with Michael goes nowadays, Michael Shanker Fest. You've been playing live with them. Two great records so far with Michael. Um, what's the future looking like for you and Michael Shanker?
2: Um, me alone as a single entity. Um, I don't. We we don't even talk about that because this year is Michael's, uh, he's celebrating 40 years in the industry. Um, there's a lot planned. Um, this is completely Michael's vision, this whole Schenker thing that started back over three years ago now at Sweden rock. Um, when he introduced me to it, to, uh, that he was going to bring all the original singers in and I went, Oh my God, you know, this is, this is the best because, you know, all of us in some stage or another, with anchor would, would be singing each other's songs. I don't think anybody ever sang my songs, but I used to sing Gary's and Graham's, you know, in whatever format or lineup it was. Um, So to get up there and perform with these guys was just, it was was great because obviously I know them, but we never got to perform together and promoters loved it. Kind of had a domino effect and just kept going and, when we hit Japan in March, he's bringing Simon Phillips out. Um, so we have two drummers. Uh, he's also bringing in Ronnie Romero because Ronnie guests on, on one of the songs on revelation, uh, and, a, a bass player, um, Barry Sparks from back in the early MSG days. So the lineup just continues to get bigger and bigger. Um, and I think that's what Michael wants to do is to celebrate his history. And, um, you know, it may be a huge revolving door of, of musicians at the end of the day because only so much is possible financially. Um, and I know that here, when I do the Rock vault here in, in Vegas, um, because we all tour at different times of the year, we have a, a huge roster of of, of of musicians that have to be available to jump in. So um, I think Shanker Fest will, will keep rolling till. He has exhausted it. I, I do believe that. I think you'll see other other bands maybe taking a, a a page from his book and doing something similar because it's a great way to right. celebrate the history of any band, giving giving the fans of that band everything that they wanted to hear. And with, with Shankerfest, we all have very different phases in our our career with with Michael. So you get quite a diverse show at the end of the night and of course you know you have the the big fab faves of the closures with the uh, with all of the ufo stuff so it's uh it's a good piece of history all there in the same night. it's a two and a half hour show right now so and we have come close to three hours on on, on, on many occasions and he's on fire he's wow. playing amazingly well probably the best i've ever seen him and he's played some great shit over the years but He's, he's on fire. He's in a great place. And, uh, yeah, Schenkerfest will roll. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. And he's, it seems like he's in a good space uh, mentally, too. Because I, I remember interviews I did with him many, many years ago, and he, he didn't really seem happy or, or yeah. I, I don't know, he, found he, found he wasn't like 100% here. there. Yeah. But lately, he's great. Yeah,
2: he's very focused. Found his niche. He's found a real, <clears throat> he's got something to, to take a real bite into. And, um he puts a lot of thought and a lot of hours and effort into, into putting this, making it right. And, and, and really, I mean, he never used to talk. He never, you know, he, he talks, he sings a little bit and uh, it's like, you can't shut him up now. <laughs> you could never get that out of Michael right schenker You know, he'd just stand back there and let the band do the stuff. And um, now he, he is right up front involved. That's great. It's great, we stand back there going, Man. let him let him have at it, Michael, you know it's great, and he likes to tell the stories and and all of the stuff that goes with it and and the fans are loving it because they never really got to hear him before, you know i, I remember in the macaulay Shanker days ago, I'll just sit here with my guitar and you do the talking and he, he he'd say, hello, my uh, my name is Michael Shanker, they' about as much as you'd get out of him now the fans have a an up close and personal uh look and listen to him. You know we have we have sound checks awesome. now where um he invites fans into the sound check, you know, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, but you get to see what goes on before the show even starts. It's pretty cool.
1: Awesome. Cool. And before we would let let you go, Robin, you mentioned your show in, in Vegas uh, a couple times. Can you just go into what that's all about and where people can can see it and hear it?
2: Yeah we, 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 yeah, we started uh, in 2012, and uh, we, did a, um, we did a showcase uh, in downtown LA, uh, created a, a short sizzle out of that, um, it got picked up in Vegas, and uh, we're going into our seventh year, uh, been voted the best of the category that we perform in, uh, number one for the last six years, we've amassed almost 1500 shows um, we just left the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino because it was bought by uh, Virgin it will become Virgin Hotels Las Vegas and we moved into the Rio in January it's a classic rock show our story is 60s through the 80s there's about 35 songs deep in a 19 minute show um, great lineup Howard Lees from Heart uh, who's also a Hall of Famer Hugh MacDonald on bass from Bon Jovi, Jay Shellen, who, um, on drums, who also is out with Yes, Blas Elias from Slaughter on drums, uh, who's also a trans Siberian orchestra, just telling you this because that's the kind of schedule that what they have. Um, Michael T. Ross right. on keyboards, was with Lita Ford, with Tony Franklin was just in with us um, from the firm Blue Murder. <laughs> Blue Murder. Yeah, uh, Rowan Robertson on guitar that was with Dio is phenomenal. Doug Aldridge was in the lineup. Tracy Guns was in the lineup. Um, singers, we have uh, Todd Kearns, who slashes bass player. Todd is in as a vocalist on this one. Paul Shortino, myself, nice. Sean Coy, female singer that was with Meat Love and uh, Dweezil Zappa, and another great singer, wow. Megan Ruger, that was on the voice. Which, so. yeah we've had mark Bowles in we had andrew freeman in from last Lions. yeah wow well, oh, what, what uh, um, i mean these,
1: this is a laundry list of of the greats here wow yeah so. Oh, dude it's,
2: it's 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 just uh it's just a textbook of 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 great wow. musicians and we play five nights a week saturday through wednesday and um it's it's a fun show it's an all-ages show and people just they get up and All they right. go crazy and uh what what makes it work is that the music is just like okay. the record, and, and there's a lot of singers. And it's it's well, a my, show, yeah. If you if you get it yeah. Chance, well, come, we're thinking yeah. of
1: coming out for the Scorpions Queensrych residency, so uh, it would be great to catch you guys right. on on another night while we're out there. I'd love that. Raiding the vault, raiding the rock yeah, vault.
2: Yeah, I mean, raiding raiding the rock vault. Yeah, at the uh, at the Rio.
1: Yeah. Awesome, and Robin, it's been a, a honor talking with you again. Thank you for this great new record, "Shake the World" by Black Swan, featuring yourself, Jeff Pilson, Red Beach, Mike Starr. It is a, a great record that, you know. When I first heard about it, I was like, oh, maybe it's going to be like, you know, Dokken or Winger, but no, this is more like Dio than than that. You know, it's like, it's 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 on fire. It's on fire. It's great, uh, hard-rocking, melodic, heavy metal, in my opinion. It's great stuff. So thank, thank you. you for giving us that. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate
1: that. And we're going to check out some music from it right now here on Talking Metal. you so fun. Thanks to Robin McCauley for joining us on the podcast. That's some music off the Black Swan record right there. That song was called Big Disaster. And I also want to thank all the patrons on Patreon. You guys rock. Big shout out to Brad who upped his uh, his monthly pledge. I appreciate that, Brad. I know because money money is tight and I, I know you guys work just as hard for it as I, as I do and I, uh, you know, when you're giving it to me on there, uh, I, I try to give you back with something with the videos and the, the bonus podcast every, every Friday, the Mark Striegel show podcast. And yeah. So obviously, uh, I did want to mention Ozzy canceled his tour. I already talked about this on my YouTube page, youtube.com slash talking metal check out videos there and I also Victor and I discussed it on the uh, the Mark Striegel show podcast which again is uh, you can all get that for as little as two dollars a month for on Patreon. Just join me there and you can plug the RSS feed into your favorite podcast provider. Uh, app or whatever you do as long as it's not Spotify (laughs) they don't like talking metal well fuck Spotify all right guys have a have a good one and yeah seriously don't 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 do Spotify anymore I, I was doing Amazon music now because of my job situation I actually get Apple music for free so that's where I am and I gotta tell you it's great Apple music rocks as does the Apple podcasting app and the Google podcasting app the, the Spotify thing is trash. Rip-off artists. Have a great night, guys, or great day, or whatever it is. Visit TalkingRock.net for more content by me, Mark Striegel. <laughs>